center field. Taylor back near the wall. It's out of here! Flores ends it with a home run! Wilmer Flores night at City Field comes to a fitting close in the Mets win it 12-12. Yeah, I listened to, uh, listened to this before I came the last one we did before I, uh, I came. And, and where did you come? Over here. <laughs> where? <laughs> On the couch? <laughs> On the couch, right here, where I'm oh. sitting. Yeah. That's, that's horrific. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Guess what? We, guess what? We did this Mets podcast last year, and there were no expectations for the 2015 season, and guess what happened? They made the World Series and subsequently ruined this year for us. Pretty much. Now, now... Um, the new season tees off in a little less than five hours, um, and I'm on my second beer, so I don't know. I mean, <sighs> you won't remember the game after the third. I'm inning. not going to remember the game. No, uh, you know, I it, so I, I told myself if the Mets went to the World Series and if I went to the World Series, I wouldn't drink, and that was just simply impossible. Yeah, it's not possible. The team literally makes us drink. Yeah, it it, it was it was absurd. But anyway, last year was probably. I mean, of all the, the, the Met teams that we've seen, all the good Met teams that we've seen, I think last year was probably my favorite season ever. I think so as well. I mean, part of it is the unexpected nature of the season, how it how it all unfolded. Yeah. Um, really just makes it. Yeah, it was beautiful. And, and it, it just... They, went, they just kind of puttered along the first half of the year and then really just fixed itself in a week the whole like the whole dramatic uh, storyline just started in 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 in, um, in July like I remember I was in Los Angeles the Mets were playing the Dodgers in New York yep I'm sitting in a bar at four o'clock in the afternoon they were playing uh, Clayton Kershaw was pitching against the Mets and the fucking lineup John Mayberry batting all of 172 was was hitting cleanup it's one of the more embarrassing things I've, yeah. I've ever seen as a Mets fan, and and we've seen a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that lineup um, was was horrific. That was actually the the week we were looking at uh, apartments in Hoboken, and yeah, where we sit now. Um, yeah, uh, watching that team, and if you had told me that day that they would go to the World Series, I would have probably just slapped you across the face. Yeah, I mean, you would have slapped me across the face probably anyway, but no. Mm. <laughs> no, um, I I tweeted at Sandy Alderson. I actually tweeted at Sandy Alderson, sitting in this bar, going, "Dude, we need help. Enough. Like enough of this shit. Like, what and, are we and doing?" And intern read it and never got to Sandy. Well, he actually, I think he read it and then he was like, "You know what? He's right." And then he fucking went and tried to trade for Carlos Gomez. <laughs> that whole week was insane, though, with the, with the the Gomez trade and that 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 like biblical rainstorm that they blew that game in and then <clears throat> i'd like to this is a good springboard um so my birthday last year uh my birthday is july 27th and we celebrated on july 31st it was a friday and we just kind of planned on going to this game against the nationals yeah it was just a friday night game we just thought it'd be a yeah a, a good time to go again no expectations like the season we just bought cheap tickets and hung around in the concourses as we always yeah. do um, Stuff our fat faces and watch some baseball. Yeah, but something magical happened that day. Oh, that day was that day was the trade deadline, and I sat glued to the fucking TV. There were all these like rumors after the Gomez trade went through, and then Wilmer Flores. You know, probably. I mean, one of the more emotional memories I think any of us ever had, and really endeared Wilmer to yeah the Mets public for for all time, forever, forever. Um, I'm sure you know if you're a Met fan, you're listening to this, you know what happened. Wilmer Flores finds out that he's traded via some fans in the stands, starts crying on the field, gets a standing ovation. Later, find out that the trade fell through, and thank God. Thank Could you God imagine giving up Flores and Wheeler? No. Now, looking back on it now, oh no. my God, it'd be horrible. We wouldn't. They wouldn't have made the playoffs with with Gomez. They would have made the playoffs just because the Nationals were a dumpster fire. But, right, but they wouldn't uh, have... the run that that they went on. I mean. Cespedes wound up carrying them once. Yeah. Once he got to town, and I, I, I just can't imagine Gomez having that impact. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so either. Um, but anyway, that night, like, the, I had gone. I, I mean, I, I probably went to about twenty or thirty games last year. Um, and up until that point, I had been to 
probably about 15. And the there was a, there was an energy like it was nice like Degrom would pitch and Harvey would pitch and Syndergaard would pitch and like it was like you know it was cool like it was like a good it, you could tell that they were on the cusp of something but that night you know they they, they trade for Ioannis Cespedes right at the the, the the deadline and all of a sudden like we're three games out the Nationals were tanking. And it's like, oh, wow, if we sweep the Nationals this series, we go into a, a virtual tie in first place. And we went, I remember we get into McFadden's, and there was just this, like, weird, this energy. There was this, a buzz. Like, there was, was a buzz, yeah. The fact that they got Cespedes up there, um, and, yeah, it was just, uh, it was it was just palpable. You could feel it yeah. in, in the bar pregame. And, you know, we get excited in general for games. And like you said, if, if one of the kids are, are pitching, even more so, yeah. But just this opportunity that that presented itself that weekend uh, really had us fired up. Oh my god! And you know, it was it was my birthday, and I and and people were buying me a lot of beers, many beers. Yeah, and uh, and I think at one point, I don't know if it was you, but I think it, it had to have been you. So you you leaned over to me and you said, "This is the most important game in the history of City Field." Like we're we're here. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Up until that point. I mean, obviously, there, there was the World Series, there was the playoffs and everything like that. But in, until that point, there had been a, a grand total of zero meaningful yeah. games for the Mets played None. at City Field. I mean, the All-Star game, I yeah. guess? I don't know. In six years, like, like we, were, we were there. And, and, you know, the game itself, it was Harvey. Who did Harvey pitch against? It wasn't Scherzer. I Who don't remember. Maybe anyway. Zimmerman? I, I don't yeah. know, though. Harvey pitched a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Flores had the first RBI of the night. He gets a, he gets standing ovations every you know every time he got up. A lot of love for Wilmer. Yeah, and then uh, and then Harvey I think gave up a run on like the bottom of the seventh, and it was one one. And um, well, you know, it was my birthday, and people were buying me a lot of beers. And I remember, uh, you know, I remember in like the sixth or the seventh inning, going, I should slow down. And I had like a big, I had a tall boy in my hand. Like one of those twenty-four ounces. Twenty-five. Thanks, thanks, Bud Light. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One extra ounce for uh, for America, because um, I needed that. And I'm <laughs> and I'm fucking and I'm sitting there. I'm drinking this. And I'm like I'm like halfway through it. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take a break. I was like, I'm not gonna drink anymore in the ballpark. And you know, I'll, I'll go and McFadden's. I'll, I'll re up. I'll take a couple hours off. You know, and no joke. Within like five minutes. Fucking Dan Lynch comes over with a 24 ounce of Corona for me, <laughs> and I hate Corona, but I'm not going to insult the man. No. He bought me a beer no. <laughs> on your birthday. That's just, that's just rude. And then, I, so I finish the Bud the Bud Light. And I'm standing there with the Corona in my hand, and fucking Lee Big Lee Dickinson comes over. Another 10 minutes later, here you go, bro, yeah. with another Bud Light. So I I agree, made an agreement with myself to stop drinking, and then all of a sudden now I'm, I'm now I'm committed. I'm committed to 48 more. Sorry, 50 more ounces of beer. It's a lot of liquid. So the Mets go into extra innings, and then our friends start tapering off and going into McFadden's. And you know what we always did? We would always buy cheap seats, and we would hang out like by Shake Shack, and then like all the other concourses and stuff. Like we'd have like spots. Like the city feels very like fan friendly. You could walk around. Um, a lot of good sight lines. Yeah, uh, but it ended up just being the three of us. It was me, you, and Jamie. And we're standing there, and I'm like, I don't know. I got it in my head, and like, we could sneak down. You got this look in your eyes like a, <laughs> like a fox, or like, <laughs> like you just hatched this plan in your mind, like you were going to break out of jail or something. And <laughs> don't say anything. You just... Go, you sneak behind, <laughs> past the usher, and sit down. And Jamie and I are just standing there, like, "Well, what the fuck? He just left us." And <laughs> you look back, and you're like motioning with your head for us to come. And I'm like, "No, the guy's there now. Like, it's it's not. Uh, you just flat left us. Like, what the what the fuck?" I think I texted you like, "Why don't you come down here?" Yeah, <laughs> like I, I I don't know. I, I I was I think I was like convinced that like we had like a. Like an an unspoken shorthand that I was like, all right, we're gonna sneak down right now, and I just kind of turned and went. And I, when I got to the seat, I was like, like gonna turn to you, be like, ha, we really. And then I, I look, you guys are still up there. I was like, uh oh, yeah, because and, you ditched us. Yeah, and then you got really mad and you left. I was I was furious, and yeah, decided just to to leave you there, um, <laughs> as as your punishment. So we we walked to McFadden's, <laughs> and literally as we walk in. Bang. Yep. 
that I, I and and it was sad because it was it was it was not that like my friends I contributed to my own being alone in the biggest moment of that game on my birthday because I was just a, a buffoon. Not only you didn't contribute, you specifically caused it. <laughs> I don't know why nobody wanted to stay, though. We were all having fun. I was trying to stay until you <laughs> left me. <laughs> and then I had to, like, text people, like, where are you guys? Yeah. I, was, I was like, did you guys see that? Did you guys see what happened? Wilmer hit a home run. You know. Oh, my God. But what a, what a great story, though. He almost gets traded. And then, like, the turnaround game of the season, he fucking, like, like it was it was unreal. Like... The place went bonkers. The place went... At, and, and it was really, like, not a lot of people left. I mean, like... No, I mean, Friday night in July, like people got yeah. nowhere to be. P- yeah, people just stayed. And it, oh, my God. They t- tore the roof off the place. And they interviewed him after the game, and he was just kind of emotional. And it was just... It was it was incredible. And, like, that... Then Cespedes comes to town the next night, and sh- shit, the rest is... Uh, the rest is fucking history, history. man. Like, yeah. it, it, it was just... It was, it was, it was, you hate to use this stupid cliche word, but it really was a magical season. It was. Yeah, it absolutely was. Um, so there was a, a couple of things. So I want to get, cause we've already talked about, you know, I've already kind of talked ad nauseum about like what the, se- what the season was like and, and, and just what went on and our past experiences with the Mets or whatever. I would like to talk to you about your World Series experience because, so I was at game four. I was at game four, uh, the, the game that Murphy fucking made the error and that Cespedes got doubled up at the end of the game. And then you were at the clincher. You were at game five. I don't even think I've actually spoken to you about this. So, I mean, to start, I've just got to stop going to really big games. Oh, yeah. I was at game seven, 2006 NLCS against the Cardinals. I was at the Collapse Game 2007, Collapse collapse Game 2008, uh, and now this, Game 5 of the 2015 World Series, and yeah, I've just, I've, I've got to stop going to these. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing anyone any favors. You're not. You know, you're, you're safe, because I mean, we went to Game 1 of the NLCS, and that was yeah. a blast. Yeah, I just, <clears throat> games that could be deciding games. Yeah, you need to stay I'm away out. from them. I've got to yeah. go early series, and then just get the hell out of town. Yeah, we had a great time. You and I went to the NLCS together. NLCS, frozen. The, one of the coldest nights I mean, I've ever had in a baseball stadium. freezing temperatures. Bundled up to the tits and still just getting pummeled by wind all night. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I mean to to see you know Harvey again dominate. Uh, Harvey didn't dominate that game. Harvey had a rough game. He gave up a couple of no. Was that no no? He didn't pitch that well. He I know. I, I was at. He did. He t- he pitched yeah. okay. No, he had the dick out that day. Did he? Yeah. No, no. Maybe it was no. The I'm sorry. The uh, the division series. That was the game I went to. He got yeah. roughed up a little yeah. bit. Um. He did have the dick out that day? Yes. Oh, he did? Okay. Um, I'll tell you what night he did have the dick out. And it was game five of the World Series. Oh, and I'm telling God. you, I mean, you were there, and I really want to really hear your side of it because you were actually in the stadium. But I, I could tell you from, from where I was at home, I was sitting on the couch with, uh, with my brothers and my dad. And um, there wasn't a Met fan on the planet that didn't want Harvey to come out for that ninth inning. It <clears throat> Until... The end. It, it was the game you would, you would dreamed of. It's it's you've got your your horse on the hill and you need to win to stay alive. And he just shows up uh, from the get go, and you're like, all right, like this. Literally, when you when you have an, an opportunity like this and you have a pitcher like that, like that's what you hope for. That's what you really need. And man, did he deliver! And yeah, the ninth inning. I mean. We're there, and you know the the chant had been during the uh, during the division series that we want Utley because we wanted to pummel yeah. him, and then it turned into we want Harvey. Um, we that, heard it that Sunday night, and it it started, and fifty plus thousand people just screaming this at the top of their lungs, and it's it's all we wanted was to see him come out for the ninth, take us home, and I I truly believed that had we won that game. Momentum just just goes. We, we we win game six, and they want nothing to do with us in game seven. And it's 
it's a whole different series. It is. And it totally is. I'm, I'm now just sick to my stomach thinking about how it ended. Did you, did you guys know what happened in the dugout? We... With with him and if you don't, I'm sure you're, if you're a Met fan, you'd listen to this. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Harvey, Harvey Dan Worthen, Collins sent Dan Worthen to tell Harvey that Familia was going to start the ninth inning, and Matt Harvey just went no way, no way, no way. Walks away from him, makes a beeline for fucking Terry Collins, and like you could read this, it's like hey, like he goes hey, what you like. You don't really talk to your fucking manager like that, but it's you know it's Matt Harvey, and it's, and, it's, and it's the World Series, yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't see all of that specifically. Obviously, I was in center field in the seven line seats, um, in almost the last row of of those bleachers. So were we. Um, and I could see commotion in the dugout, and obviously, like that's that's the storyline. That's what we're keeping our eyes on um, in that inning. But no, I couldn't see specifically uh, that interaction. But when he bounded up those stairs in the ninth, <sighs> man. Uh, like you said before, the the roof popped off the place, and we, uh, yeah, we th- we th- we thought it was just showtime for him. It was it was his city for that for that for those eight innings, man. Like he was, he was as advertised. Yeah, because I mean he's he's always been this sort of mystic guy, and he's a, a phenomenal pitcher. Don't get me wrong, but there was so much just. It was a circus with him, with all the media attention, all the negativity, and the innings limits, and and Scott Boris, and and and, and you know, he fucking that night we needed him to to be the big time fucking horse, like you said, and he was, and I and you don't fault him for it. The guy wanted the ball. He's a gamer. He's a fucking winner. He no, wanted again, the ball. That that's that's the attitude you want from your ace. You want your ace to want the ball. You want him to be Pedro. You want him to be Randy Johnson, and at the end of the. World Series, you, you you want that attitude. That that's what makes you an ace. You you could be yeah. have all the talent in the world, but without the balls, then you're just another guy. Yeah, yeah. He's got a brass set of balls. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did you stay all the whole? I stayed the whole way. Um. It's it's just like watching a car accident. Like I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't pull myself away from it. Um. One of the longest seven train. Rides of my life. Yeah. Oh, well, I was at the clincher game five in 2000 World Series also, to add to my just... Well, real, yeah, we talked yeah. about it on the last right. one. That was so, that was brutal. I was there, too. I'm over for two in World Series games, I've too, buddy. So, so, so no, don't feel too bad. But that fucking... What, I, and I want to ask you about this, too. Like, what... what when Hosmer took off... What was like? Cause, cause I remember I just when it happened when when the throw went, like sailed over Darno's head or went pad, whatever it was, I like got up and I like left the room and like I went to another room, punched the wall. My dad yelled at me. Um, <laughs> that's that's what I did. Um, uh, so like, so that that I had a good a, a good view of again because of my vantage point in, in center field. There's no good view of that. You you, you don't want to see a, a view. Uh, no, but no of of him breaking. Like I, I know, I, yeah. I saw it clearly, and you know, with Wright's throwing issues and how he had to, you know, kind of dip down and do that whole thing. You just wanted him to not throw it away first, so he gets that out. Um, and when Duda has the ball, I mean, he he had him dead to fucking rights. Like the the amount of space between Hosmer and home plate when Duda was releasing the ball, I'm like this got him. Yeah. Again, like I'm I'm always trying to. While the Mets will consistently break our hearts, like I still want and and hope for the best. And when when he released that ball, I'm like, we got him, fucking got him. And then it was not the throw you were looking for. No, it was not. Uh, not not even. Oh my god. So yeah, we we we, we didn't have him. Yeah, the the I, I I've tortured myself and watched that ninth inning a few times I on can't. YouTube. I, I have. Um, I was at uh I was at game four, um, and. Oh, fuck, I was sitting next to your boy too. Like I was sitting right underneath a Rod, Alexander Emmanuel yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's my was, boy. He was as cool as fucking anybody. I, I, no, but nobody, none of the other analysts. I don't know who the hell was up there. Maybe like Kevin Millar or something like that. Like nobody up there was as engaged and as just accommodating to the fans as Alex. Man, he was just talk, like just talking to people, just just like having conversations with fans. Not like. Just, 
I don't understand where this reputation. I mean, I know that he's probably you know he, he he's good at kind of putting on a show for fans when he's in public and stuff. But I've had two interactions with him, and both times he's been in immensely cool with the fans and like totally just patient and just nice and great. And yeah, he's a good dude. I, I mean, for, for all his faults, the the man loves baseball. Yeah, I mean fucking breathes baseball. Um, and this was this was the second greatest postseason A Rod ever had. I mean, he had 2009, <laughs> where he led the Yanks to the World Series, and he had this. I mean, he's a star was born for for TV analysis oh, and that he, that postseason for sure. Yeah. Um, and after he rides off into the sunset, uh, hitting probably well, I don't know 100 more home runs the next two years, uh, it's going to be a great career for him afterwards. You, you don't think? I don't know. I mean, I I I believe that he's going to retire a- after this. Well, not this season, but the, the season after, yeah. right? Yeah. You think that if he's within like earshot of Barry Bonds, you think he's gonna say, "What the fuck? Let me do one more year." I don't know, I'm, and it's it's hard to project who would sign him. Um, he'd have to. I mean, he's he's a full time DH now. Um, Mariners. I, I I don't know. It's you don't see the Mariners it's taking His him. His ego's that big that yeah. that he might. Um. But I mean, he's just shy of seven now. Bonds is in the seven sixties. Six or seven sixty, seven sixty-eight, I think. Um, seven sixty. Or whatever. I don't think he can get within shouting distance of it. Like I, yeah. I could joke around and say he's gonna hit a hundred the next two years, but like last year he hit thirty, and that was uh, almost a goddamn miracle for a man of his age after taking a year off. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if he'll stay healthy enough the next two years to. To get that close. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I hope he does. I'm actually rooting God for the fucking him. guy now. It's it's crazy. You know? He's he's really he's he's had a nice <laughs> I guess third act of his career now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He was the he was the young kid, the young stud. Then he became the villain for a while, and now he's kind of remade himself yeah. into a, a fan favorite, which is just bizarre after totally. all that he's been through. Totally. And um. So so that that was that um. I saw um, I saw Anderson Cooper. I, I yelled at I didn't yell at him, but but you know my day our day was actually really great. It was me, it was me, my two brothers, and um, my brother's girlfriend, and um, we just you know we we got there super early. We took a picture with Johnny Franco. Um, we uh, I yelled at Anderson Cooper. I was like Anderson, let's go Mets. So he walked by me with a Mets cap on. He waved. <laughs> he said hello, um, and uh, fucking. You know, Conforto came out, hit hit a couple of home runs. Mats pitched a great game. We that that they, they were coasting. Like that was really like the least eventful game. Like it looked like the Mets had that shit. Like they, they they just they just had a grasp on them. And especially since like when Syndergaard threw at Alcides Escobar, the dynamic of that series changed. Yeah. And fuck, if Murphy doesn't make that goddamn fucking error. It's a whole different. It's a whole different series, and then Harvey comes in the next day. They could have went back to Kansas City, you know, up, up, and um, but anyway, so I had a pee really bad, and I was holding it in for for innings. And Tyler Clipper, as we've learned in. this week, you you can't hold your pee too long. You're gonna get blood clots in your in your oh, urine. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've gotta you've yeah, gotta stay regular. I don't know. I, I don't want. I don't want to comment. You and Harvey on, both. You and Harvey. Yeah. I mean, I think Harvey has the clap, but. <laughs> Avoid the clap, Matt Harvey. Wow. <laughs> um, that's good advice. Anyway, uh, so I had to pee really, really bad, and Clippard came in, and there was that endless at bat against, I don't remember who. Um, it might have been, uh, it was one of those motherfuckers, Hosmer, Mustakis, uh Worked a count. Clipper threw like 13 or 14 pitches in this at bat. Walks him. And you can't let one Royal get on base because somehow they're going to find a way to fucking score. And I knew we were fucked. I knew something bad was about to happen. So they were going to bring in Familia. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let me just run up. Let me just run up to P because nobody's, nobody's going to go P right now. You know? So just you. Just me. I'm the only guy in the stadium who's dumb enough to get up and take a piss at this point. So I go and there's a friggin' line in the bathroom. And I'm waiting to go in, and we're going in, and I hear Howie Rhodes like, all right, you know, he, he's calling the game. Like, it already started. Familiar was already in. He warmed up. The inning had resumed. I get to the urinal. I, I, 
unzip my pants, I take out my mule, and I'm and I'm making a tinkle, and all of a sudden you hear the call, like you hear Howie Rose, like, and it's a little dribble to Murphy, and oh, it goes under his glove. And I'm standing there, I'm holding my mule, and the guy next to me is holding his mule, and all these guys, a row of urinals, are all holding their dicks, these guys. And everyone just starts going, ah, ah, like looking at each other, like screaming, making eye contact, making sure not to look at each other's dicks while this bad thing was happening. That's that's the memory that I this have. This is it's, quite the visual story. I had no idea this, uh, this, this how happened I, to you. This is, this is what happened. It's just, just, oh, no. And just, you know, <laughs> that's what happened. I was I, we, a bunch of guys holding their dicks, fucking hearing the meds blow it. And, uh, you know, I didn't even wash my hands. I just zipped up. I left the bathroom. I came back, <laughs> came back to my seat. And then uh, I forgot. I think it was Moustakas who hit the go-ahead, um, who hit the go-ahead single. And then, you know, I was, I was kind of fired up. But my brother, I mean, Kevin was on a fucking on he was hgh pissed off and fucking drunk and and just like you know the ninth inning rolls around and the the seven line army was really quiet like everybody was just a very somber vibe so kevin gets up and just starts screaming i thought you guys were the seven line get up and cheer god damn it like scream <laughs> screaming at the entire section and I'm trying to like corral the horse I'm like come on buddy sit down I was like you know it's okay <laughs> we're waving our rally towels and then fucking Cespedes and Murphy get on and then the game ends on a goddamn fucking double like like little league games end like that yeah they do you know like how Cespedes put his head up his fucking ass it happens with him gets doubled up yeah that's the thing, man. We're, we, we, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. Like, I love having that bat in the lineup. I love having that presence in the lineup. But this guy, he, how many times have we said it and, and seen it, like, head up his ass? You got to take it to go with the bat. I mean, it's... Yeah, but... It's his nature. It's it's unfortunate. It's, it's going to be maddening at times over a full season now. But... You know, you take you take that, and then he throws a guy out from 350 feet away, and you forget about it. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. I mean, I, I, I don't see what he t- the production that he, he gave us last year. I don't see that happening. But I, I do see him being motivated by being able to opt out of that contract yeah. and go sign somewhere else. The great motivator. Yeah. Um, I really do think Conforto is going to be the MVP this year. I think Conforto is going to be a monster. Uh, I mean, I, I hope so. I mean, like you said, especially showing up in the World Series like that and showing that, that guts um, – Really, really important. Um, yeah, I mean, so I guess let's let's get into it. Let's get into what we think about this year, huh? What? Let's do it. Um, all right. So, I I think that with Dusty Baker um, managing the Nationals, I think that it's a much more dangerous team. I think uh, I, I have this like sinking feeling that Daniel Murphy is going to come back to bite us. He's going to win probably one or two of the 19 games against us by himself. Yeah. Again, it's just something you've got to resign yourself to. Um, yeah, it'll make us, you know, smash a bottle somewhere or something and, and <laughs> say a bunch of nasty swear words. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just just put it in the books. Just put at least at least one game will come at the hands of Daniel Murphy. I, I think so, too. But I also do but think— But we might win a couple by him just booting a fucking ground ball. That's true. That's true. I, I I do I do think that Neil Walker is an upgrade over Murphy. He is just as a, as an all around presence. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I was talking to a pirate fan who was staying at the hotel uh, yesterday actually, and he said that Walker's like a really great like clubhouse guy. Like yeah, you know yeah, I've heard that too. Um, but yeah, I mean Daniel Murphy. We didn't really talk too much about Daniel Murphy. What'd you think of that? About him leaving? Well, no, no, just about just just. The incredible two series that he had, and then just disappears in the World Series. Uh, I, I think thanks for the draft pick. Uh, yeah. See you around the bend, fucko. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was it was the Cubs series was phenomenal. Um, never really thought that or saw that out of him, but boy, did we see a lot of what we saw in the World Series out of Daniel Murphy over the mm-hmm. past five or so years. So, with that, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't even think I'll miss him. Honestly, 
I'm I'm miss him a little bit. I, I always liked Daniel Murphy. Um, well, you know, yeah, I, the, people were naming their kids Murphy for those two weeks. Like, like yeah. they were Met fan. Like, it, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. Just w- w- one series, and then I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the Royals just had a better scouting report on him. Like, I just don't. Well, you just can't just stay that hot that long when he, when you're not the type of player like. You, you get your moment and, you, and and it happens and you're not gonna ride that for a month. Yeah. Um. So all right. So what are your predictions for? Uh, over unders at, at ninety and a half. Uh, I've I've chased the over the past couple of years. Obviously worked out last year. Um, I, I think ninety ish is is on the agenda on the horizon. Um. I, I wouldn't touch the action at ninety and a half. I think it's, I think it's right in the sweet spot. Like if they won exactly ninety games, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's probably about where they land. Um, like you said, the Nationals are are going to be better. They're not going to be the mess they were last year. Um, it's great to get to play the Marlins and Braves for almost forty games and a the season. Phillies. Those, Oh, the Phillies. Are, yeah, sorry. Yeah. The Phillies and Braves in particular are going to be just awful, right? Awful baseball teams to watch. Like, so you got to capitalize on those games. You got to you got to really cash in. Out of the thirty eight, you, you probably got to win 30, 32 games against those two teams to really, you know, m- make your mark. Because again, the Nationals are going to have the same competition on their slate, and and you, you got to get fat against those mm-hmm. that lackluster competition. Well, the thing is too about the National League is that there's there's many horrific teams as there are really great potentially great teams I yeah, mean, it's, it's a top heavy league yeah but, but there's really no there, there aren't a lot of like middling like like could be could be contenders on the bubble like kind of what the Mets were last year no. like there's you have the fucking Cardinals you have the Pirates you have uh, the, the Nationals you have the Giants you, you never sleep on the Giants obviously there, there are basically seven teams that that can make the playoffs and what now five do with the second wild card, yeah, I I want nothing to do with the wild card. No, 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 I, I, trust me, that's ever the, that, that um, that's the worst. Too much, ask the Pirates; it's it's too much of a crapshoot. That that Pirates team, the past couple of years, um, you know, could have been the second best team in the yeah. in the league, and you, you get down to one game, and it's it's butthole puckering stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I mean the the Mets, Nationals, Cardinals, Pirates, Cubs, Cubs Giants, and Dodgers mm-hmm. are really the the cream of the crop, and then the rest is just not impressive no. at all. Not at all. But then, I mean, it's going to be whatever it is, whoever they're playing in the playoffs, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a really – I mean, just like that, Do- that Dodgers series was, was brutal. It was. It was stressful. That, that Dodgers series was really bad. You want to tell them – you want to tell the, the good people what happened here the, the nights yeah, the, maybe, the Mets clinched? <laughs> maybe I should keep my voice down when I tell this story. Oh, you probably should. Um, so, yeah, Chris, uh, another friend of ours, uh, we're over for the, for the game, and – they clinch and I had some champagne uh, available, so I decided to pop that, celebrate, and we're jumping up and down like like school children and again, like like we had won the World Series. But it's, uh, I mean, it's our I first mean, it's our first series win, you know, since '06. It's a big deal. I, so we're I would say like school children jumping up and down might be an understatement. I would say cataclysmic screaming. All right, yeah, we were we were pretty fucking fired up. <laughs> we were so we were loud. <laughs> we're we're jumping up and down like like uh you know when they mob someone when they hit a walk off home run. Yeah. We're jumping up and down like that, um, and we get a a knock at the door, and uh, my neighbor's a Mets fan. I thought uh, I thought he was gonna celebrate, and I, I get a, a sour puss. And a, <laughs> you woke my wife up. So, you know, collateral damage. And tell him what, what else he said. Oh, this is not a fraternity house. <laughs> Which I'm aware of. There are no Greek letters in my building anywhere. <laughs> but, kind of a big deal. Kind of, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not a fraternity house at all. But yeah, No, no, that's, that's at Stevens. That's up the hill. Oh, uh, fuck it. We were happy. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and he's moving, right? Mm-hmm. All right, fuck him. Exactly. We would need him for this next, for the next postseason run. Hopefully, if it happens, you know. So, um, a full season out of the out of the kids. Get Wheeler back in July. Yes. Um, you don't have to worry about an innings limit there since it's a, it's less than half a season once he comes back. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, would I be surprised if they won more than 90 games, if they won 95, 96 games? No, I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. shit happens. Um, it's a long season, one little injury, one, you know, one bad road trip, and you're off that track in a yeah. hurry. It's, it's real hard to win close to 100 games. So, yeah, I think about 90 um, is the number. Uh, it's Having Cespedes makes, it makes all the difference in the world for the lineup. It definitely does, because now they have a, a solid one through eight. There was just a massive gap there. If I had Alejandro de Azza playing every day or even every other day, yeah, I was not going to be enthused. No, not at all. And and I don't know what they're going to do with that. That's <laughs> it's got to suck for him to come in. You know, he's making a couple million dollars. It doesn't suck. Who yeah, cares? But you know what? If he wanted to come in and play every day, you know, he was basically scheduled to be like the platoon guy with Juan Lagares. Yeah. You know, and then it's well, whatever. Be, well. I hope he has a couple of big pinch hits this year and a couple of big spot starts. But other than that, I don't want to see that much of old Ali Alejandro. Yeah, I didn't know he existed before. Uh, I mean, I, I knew he was in the world, but... Yeah. Well, I don't do fantasy baseball. He wasn't on my target list for anything. Yeah. Um, all right, so who do you think is going to be the MVP? Of the league or of the team? The team. Um, Syndergaard. Me too. That's... I've got uh, of of everyone mm-hmm. on the team. My hopes are the highest for him this year. I think we probably have the same LVP too. Uh, the same LVP. Uh, who do I hate on this team? I have one guy who I fucking hate. Hmm. I have no idea. Who do you hate? I'm. I'm. It's not even close. I think Lucas Duda is going to be the LVP. The guy hits 30 home runs. I mean, he hits he's them all in a three-week no, span. No, he hits them all in a... He's a fucking piece of he's shit. He's very streaky. Uh, he's very streaky. I don't know if at 30 home runs you can label him an, an LVP. Uh, I'm a little worried about Azdrubal. Oh, uh, what were, we, were we calling him? Astribble? Astribble. That's the proper pronunciation. <laughs> no, but it's I guess, not. I guess I'll go with the phonetic no. of Astribble. No, um, it's not. Astribble. Ask him if he'd want to be called Astribble. I'm sure he'd probably well, say if no. if my parents named me it, I guess I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, I mean, you know, Astribble. Yeah, sure. Yeah, potato, potato. <laughs> Astribble. <laughs> I uh, see. So you think Ash Dribble Cabrera is going to? He, he worries me. I think we're going to see a lot more of Flores than, uh, than we may anticipate. I like him as the as the super utility guy filling in, uh, all over the diamond though. I like. I mean, I think Flores is going to see a lot of time at third too. He is. Yeah. I mean, David's going to probably sit out probably thirty something games. Yeah. Just for maintenance. I don't think on David's going to on his old way. back. I think David plays a hundred if we're if if. And I'll be. I think that's kind of generous, actually. I mean, it stinks. It, it, it sucks. It to say. I'd love. I'd love nothing more than for David to come in and hit fucking twenty, twenty-five home runs and do what he did five years ago. But it's yeah, just no, it's he's not a lot to ask. That David Wright is not walking through any doors. Yeah. Um, bullpen looks pretty solid. Yeah. I like Jim Henderson addition. Me too. Uh, Me good too. Good story. Yeah. Seems like a good guy. Um, if you can, you know, if you can settle into the seventh inning, mm-hmm. I'd be pretty happy with that. Who do you think? I don't like Addison Reed as the eighth inning guy. I do. I think they, I think they got to get another guy in there. No, I, th- I think, I think he's very good for starting clean innings. I think Terry has to be cautious of how he uses people, and we found that out a lot with Familia in the World Series that not everyone's cut out really to to come into the fire. Yeah. Um, some guys are just better off starting. A clean inning, and Addison Reed. Uh, if you look at his numbers from last year, is is one of those guys by a long shot. Like he's he's got to come in to start or something else. Someone else has to pitch if if it's a, you know a, a middle inning thing. Yeah. Um, I just think he's cut out for it, but I like mm-hmm. him as the eighth inning guy. I think. I do uh, too. Well, I, think I as don't. A, as, a, as a bridge to Juris. You 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 sold me on it a little bit. All right. Yeah. One okay. sale for the day. All right, that's not bad. Bank it. All right. Okay, all right. I mean, I, I uh, they, they spent a lot of money on this guy, Bastardo, too. Bastardo, as yeah. you would probably fucking yeah. say. Yeah. Bastardo. Bastardo. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he, he had a couple nice seasons for the Phillies. Um, we needed a lefty arm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like it on that regard. I, I think he's 
streaky. And uh, I mean, a lot of middle relievers are that if you can get them on a run and get their confidence up, um, you know, you can really see some impressive stuff. So I, I hope for our sake that, you know, he starts off the season hot and, you know, can can really find a, a nice groove for us this year. Nice. All right, so what do you so you're thinking first place, ninety something games? Yeah, I I think it's a battle with the Nationals. I don't think we win we win going away like we did at the end of last year, but um, I think we repeat to win the division. Um, yeah, ninety ish. Okay, what do you think they do in the playoffs if they make the playoffs? I, I can't even think about it. I can't even say it out loud. Let's just skip me on that one. Okay. I, I, think get, the, too, I get too nervous thinking about it. Like, I don't want to just vomit on your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I agree. I think, I think they will make the playoffs. I think they will win the, uh, I think they will win the division. I think that it's going to be a tough road getting through the Cubs. Very much so. But, you know, while, while the Mets have their history of heartbreak, like, the it's the Cubs factor, yeah, is way out there. It is. I mean, and people are the. It's the only thing that's comforting about what it. What has me a little bit more confident in, in the Mets is that there, you can you can spin a little bit of an underdog angle on them this year because there's so much Cubs love out there in the media right now. Like it's it's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, how much? I actually want to look up there over under quickly. I think it's I think it's like ninety five games. I think it's obscene. Jesus. Um, but there's there's they still have to play the Cardinals nineteen times. You they know? do, like, and the Pirates, and the Pirates. That that division is just stacked. It's a it's an excellent division. I I, I think that at least one wild card um, will come out of there. Yeah, I mean we can never sleep on the Giants. I thought they paid way too much money for uh, Smarja, whatever. Was it Jeffrey, young Jeffrey, but they've got Cueto out there, too. They get Cueto. Cueto, Cueto. nemesis. Cueto wrecked us. Yeah. Oh, my God. It wasn't, it wasn't pretty what Johnny Cueto did to us. Yeah. So what's the over-under? You got it? Uh, I'm finding it. Wow, Giants are 88 and a half. Uh, Cubs are 94. Jeez. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, my God. Uh, that's, like I said before, that's a lot of wins. It's, you, get, you need a lot to go right in a season yeah. to win 94. Baseball games. Wow. Damn. Um, I mean, their lineup's loaded. It's it's top to bottom. It's it's one of the more stacked lineups I've I've seen, especially in recent years. It's it's loaded. They're going to hit, and they're going to score a ton of runs. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, pitching is the answer, and, and it was for us in, in the in the NLCS last year. Pitching just vanished. Their, their team did not handle the heat. No. Uh, um, I also think Ariad is a little overrated. Uh, I mean, yeah. The, I think the, he had a really great season. I don't think he's going to duplicate. Historic season, year. yeah. To, to follow that up it would be asking a lot. I don't, I don't think he's that guy for no. a full season or for, you know, several years now. No, not at all. I mean, I, I, it's it's we're, we're just so spoiled because we have ace after ace after ace. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, I think one step at a time. I, uh, <laughs> That division series last year was so tough that, like, you know, I can't imagine having to go, oh, God, having to go through each series like that, that whole month. Took years off our life. It took years off my life, yeah. Um, I Just one little, before we get to the trivia questions, I have one funny little anecdote um, that I meant to bring up at the top of the show, but I, uh, I forgot. Um, I was on the phone with a friend. I'm going out to L.A. Um, on Tuesday. And I was having a conversation with a friend who used to live here that lives out there now. And I, I was planning on moving out there last year. I was kind of set, and I was going to go in January, um, this past January. And I had a change of heart. Just And when I was explaining this to my friend that lives out there, I didn't even think before I said it. I was just like, you know, and then the Mets went to the World Series. And then she she like laughed, and she was like, really? That's why you stayed in New York? And I was like... Kind of. <laughs> no, because it wasn't just... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't want to be out of New York while the Mets were in the World Series, obviously. But that whole month, I spent so much time with my friends and family. And I got so... And, like, the holidays were coming up right after that. And I got so nostalgic. And I got so just, you know... I got such cold feet because it's, it's not just the Mets. It's New York. It's home. It's my... You know, and... and, and it's a, it's kind of amazing how sports does bring people together and and just this this sad sack 
fucking franchise that we chose to root for, you know, it gets you. Throws you a bone once once every ten years, and you 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 realize why you invest so much time watching and following these little fucking mutts, you know. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, like I had, she had to like, like really you, the Mets are why you, I'm like, oh, well, I mean, in a way, kinda. yeah, kind of, kind of <laughs> did. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do some trivia, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's, let's um, dance. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we were going to do five questions, but, uh, lazy boy over here decided. He no, was too the good production staff made a decision that, that three on three would be better for the listeners. Okay. All right. Well, um. You want to be the home team? I mean, it's, it is my podcast, but I am in your house. Yeah, so it's my you want home. last licks? Yeah. Or? yeah, I'll take last licks. All right. So, uh, all right. I guess I'll bring it on, bitch. Which player signing as a free agent with another team led to the draft pick that became David Wright? Oh. Mike Hampton. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kids got one. All right. Um, I will give you. I will actually give you a similar question. The Mets traded Bobby Jones to the Padres for Jason Middlebrook at the 2002 trade deadline. Which minor leaguer did the Mets include in that trade? Jason Cocksucking Bay. All right. <laughs> Correct. That's his. That's his middle name too on his birth certificate. Yeah, it's amazing. yeah, yeah. It's yeah a, his parents really just did him no favors. Jason it's worse Cox- than Astrobel, really. Astrobel uh, and uh, Jason Cocksucker Bay is actually, uh, yeah, it's, it's accurate. All right. Who hit a grand slam to lead the Mets to victory over the Cubs in the Jap- in the Japan series? Uh, that would be Benny Agbayani. Benny Agbayani. Uh-huh. All right, we got cut off there for a second. Sorry about that. Can you talk for a sec? Sure, I could talk. I could talk for more than a second. All right. Okay, sorry about that. We uh, I, we lost connection uh, briefly. So uh, I asked Megan, and he had a lot of fucking time to think about this, which I is did. really unfair. Really played into my I, hands. I, 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 thought, I thought I had him. Um, I'm going to ask him now. He hasn't given me these answers yet. Um, there have been three postseason walk-off home runs in Mets history, and I'd like for him to name them and the series in which they occurred. Benny Agbani against the San Francisco Giants. Yep. Todd Pratt against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. And the Grand Slam single by one Robin Ventura. That is wrong. Against the Atlanta Braves. That is fucking wrong. That's absolutely wrong. That was a single. It went over the wall, but that was a it's single. It's a Grand Slam single. No, no. It was a single. On the scorecard, it is a single. It is a walk-off it's single. It's called the Grand Slam. Oh, no, fuck. There's a third one, dude. Oh, shit. There's another one. That is incorrect, sir. Oh, fucking Todd Pratt fucks me again. No, 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 no. No, he fucks me because he's the one who picked up Ventura and made it a single. Yeah, he did. So you don't know the third one? Uh, no, nah, the amount of time I've had to think, it's, uh, it'd be unfair of me to, to take more time. Yeah, but, uh, Len Dykstra, 1986, against oh, the Astros. Yeah. That sick fuck. Yep. Oh, oh, no. I've been had. I actually, while I was fumbling with the uh, the microphones when we got fucked up, you were like, you were like, Pratt... And you went Robin Ventura, and I'm and like, you you and I'm like, me. and I'm sitting there trying not to fucking smile. You knew you I'm had like, me. it's like, it's like playing a, playing a drawing, ah. d- drawing dead in a poker hand. All right, well, well, you do have last licks, so, uh, oh, you got to ask. So I'm up. Ask, yes, you are. Yeah, I'm up two um, one. When Todd Hundley hit his record-breaking 41st home run, the home run was surrendered by at that time a future Met, and now obviously an ex-Met since it's been a thousand years since that <laughs> happened. Name. This pitcher. That's a good question. I was at this game. It was featured in the the, the following year's yearbook. It was a uh, not a hologram, but like you know those things where you, like you turn it and like the video yeah. of, like plays quote unquote. Oh right, right, right. Um, it was on that the next year's yearbook. Shit. We're gonna need an answer. Um, it was '97, right? I think so. I'm gonna say if it happened in the National League, there was no interleague at the time, so it had to have been a National League team. He did it against. Do you want the team? Okay. Braves. The Braves. Tom Clavin. Greg McMichael. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. I don't even know who Greg Michael is. Relief pitcher. I don't remember him. Here's our setup guy. He oh, pitched maybe. for us after that. 
Really? Yeah. Oh. Kind of like three quarter delivery. That's a good question. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm up to so one more question for you. See, I yeah. told you we should have done five. This is fun. Well, we could end at a tie, which is what all the fans want. <laughs> all right. Um. Trying to. I, I. I have a lot of questions here, and I'm trying to. Man, I can't believe I got that one wrong. Uh, yeah, me neither. It really stings my clams. <laughs> all right, I won't give you this one because it's not really baseball related. All right, all right, here we go. Who was on deck when Mookie Wilson hit the ball through Buckner's legs? Hmm. Keith was in the clubhouse with Budweiser cigarettes and a football helmet. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. Um, I'm just going to have to guess. Fuck. I don't know. Kevin Mitchell? No. Kevin Mitchell had already. Yeah. He was no, on I'm, third. Uh, I'm oh, no. He was on. No, he scored already. He, I'll give you. I mean, um, I guess we're gonna concede that. Yeah, you win. Um, I'll give you a hint. He ended up being a coach for the Mets later on. Tuffle? No. He has a a nickname. Cookie that, Rojas? No, no. <laughs> he has a nickname that that combines his first and last name into one quick. Hojo. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Howard oh. Johnson, who was really just coming Hotel up. Hotel proprietor. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Actually, here's a bonus question. Um, this is worth no points. Um, and my God have mercy on my soul? Yeah. Uh, in the uh, 1997 film Men in Black. Uh, Bernard Gilkey. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I was actually going to ask you that for the third question, and then I was like, ah, it's not baseball related. <laughs> Shit. Um, oh, I wish I had gotten that question. Damn. All right, well, that. so I guess well, I was going to ask, there's a scene in Men in Black, I guess when, towards the end, the aliens do something, and they fly over Shea Stadium, and there's a shot of a Met who was really a fucking disappointment. Uh, he had the team. He, had, uh, he might he had, still have the team record for doubles in a season. No, he might. He had one really good year, and yeah, then he, had he like just forty-five vanished. doubles that year. Yeah, but the, but he came kind of like that was the year he had the forty-one home runs. It was the year that Gilkey went nuts. Yeah. No, I I remember looking at the uh, the stats for that season, just like the stat line, and I'm like, God damn it, that they had a great offense yeah, that year. They, did. they just didn't have any pitching. Um, you know what? Fuck it. You know, I, I I did all the work with these questions. Let me just throw some more questions at you. Sure. See if you get them. Fire away. Who had the lone win in the 2000 World Series for the Mets? I mentioned him before. Mike Hampton? No. Hampton got lit up. At Yankee Stadium. Only what start. A, what a cunt. Yeah. Uh, the lone win. No idea. John Franco. <laughs> yeah. Johnny boy. Who is the only Mets pitcher to win a gold glove? Hmm. Mike Hampton? No. <laughs> Enough with the Mike Hampton. <laughs> he was a very good fielding pitcher. He was. He was also a twat. Well, no, he, no, he wasn't a good fielder. He was a good hitter. That was his thing. I thought he'd feel in his position. No, nah, he, he he hit he had like a three hundred batting average. Well, yeah, he hit a lot of home runs in Colorado. Yeah, and did nothing else. Who was it? Uh, one uh, you might you might have heard of him, Ron Darling. Oh, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, which Met player hit home runs from both sides of the plate in one inning before coming to the Mets? And, uh, Eddie and, Murray? No. Um, uh, 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 second part of this question: Which player hit two grand slams in one inning? Fernando Tatis. That's okay. So then, that, so he was the first player in history to do this. Hit, hit a grand, Only. hit a home run from both sides of the plate in the same inning. Tatis was not a switch hitter. 
No, 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 no. But this, they have both. They, the Mets have had both of these guys uh, do these like one inning home run feats. Man, I was hoping it would be Murray because he was one of the greatest switch hitting hitters of all time. Uh, who else was a big switch hitter for us? What years did he play for us? Uh, I don't know exactly. Mid nineties, mid to late nineties. One of those guys who who was really great on the team that he was on, and then he came to the Mets. Just was kind of a bust. Yeah. The George Foster Club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna kick myself. I have no idea. Carlos Baerga. Oh, he was great on the Indians. Yep. Uh, last question: Who holds the record for the longest hitting streak in Mets history? I only did this because I, when I looked it up, I, I did like a trivia quiz, and then I, I, like I thought it was one person. I was convinced it was one person, and then this kind of snuck it, by it me. It was Piazza, and then Wright did it. Then Wright did it, and then somebody beat somebody beat Wright like that year. Ooh. You want to hint? Sure. Um, he doesn't use batting gloves. He prefers urine. Jorge Posada? No. Uh, Jorge Posada was never on the I know. I'm, I'm, ki- the I'm kidding. He's, he's just the, the, the leader in, in yeah. pissing on his hands. Moise Salou. Yeah. Correct. Oh, old Moise. All right. And on that note... Uh, this is the Doorman Justice Tips Podcast. Um, this is Chris Mangan. You could follow him on Twitter at... At Mangan Time. Mangan Time. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for doing this again. This has been great. It's been my pleasure. We thanks for having fun. me. We have fun. Second annual Mets Talk with Chris Mangan. Yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah, we got Harvey pitching tonight, uh, in about, on uh, in about four hours. Uh, we're gonna have some more beers and, and we're gonna Let's just go, enjoy ourselves. Let's, Let's go, go Mets. Mets. Let's go, Mets. All right. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.